following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. I hear, I hear a deco. Chad. You hear a deco? What's a deco? I heard an echo, but now I don't hear it. It's gone. Echo, okay. echo, echo. Pull up. Echo, echo, echo. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. We got an awesome, awesome, awesome show planned for you today. We're going to have a good time. Ron's going to be in rare form. I know. <laughs> and uh, so let's start off He's by like, introducing everybody, starting off with my outrageous cool man about town, Ron Russell. I refuse to speak the English on your show. That's nice. I don't want to speak the English. I don't want to talk on your show because I don't like your show. Just think. And that faggot Ron, get rid of him. He thinks more than you. Good evening, every- good afternoon, everybody. I had too much Dinah Pep. Wow. But anyway, um, I, today's show is interesting. We had that girl on that when I first heard her, I thought, oh, my Lord, I love the beat. I love the song. I love the lyric. But that yodel, I was going crazy. Now, after listening to it for like four days, love her, love her yodeling, and love her song. It's going to be a smash hit. She's going to be a big star. This broad's got a whole new pitch on singing her own way of doing it and you'll hear it later be awesome. she's coming I really out. love she's it our second yeah. guest, and so I'm happy that she's later. our second guest and Freddie's on my producer yeah, Fred's gonna call. Fred's gonna call. from Croca what's I'm- up Chad how you doing Chad we gotta introduce Chad the man behind the boards why do we have to introduce him because I had to yodel fool what's wrong with you Oh, you're going to yodel what's we going on shout out to everybody in the chat room too what's up chat room everybody Welcome to the show, Dean Girl, love you, Carla, Sherry, Rebel, Irish, Chris. I don't know who that is. Uh, but everybody in the chat room, thanks so much for tuning in. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, you're all okay. Yeah, you know. I got to get with my Brooklyn accent because that's what I do in the movie Croker. We have a fly in the studio. Oh, my God. That fly goes on my nose. I'm going to have to punch my nose to kill the fly. And Did I you shower? Cold. Did he forget to shower again? Anyway, I play, I play a cop. That's my impression of a cop. Yeah. Those bastards give you tickets. And everybody, I'm back in the studio with Ron today, so if you hit the ITV button, you can see us sitting together. Last week, I was with Chad. This week, I'm with Ron in his Flash Gordon shirt. Yeah. Flash Gordon. Ah. Boom, 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 boom. Flash, Flash Gordon. Boom, 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 boom. That's right. You got to have fun. I love Flash Gordon, but the original 1932 with Buster Crabby and Gene Arthur and Charles Middleton as Emperor Is it Buster Crabby or Buster Crab? Buster Crab. Okay. No crabs. Buster Crab. <laughs> oh, no, he's got really a mind. Like His name. mind just crawls along you the curb of the sidewalk. You just said Crab Buster. No, I, I said Buster Crab. Not the first time you said. Well, crabby. I was crabby, meaning cutesy. Okay. Like my friend, I love Buster Crab. Actually, I had a crush on him when I was young. I thought he was the handsomest, sexiest man in the world. 
because he was the only one that looked physically like Tarzan. You know, he played Tarzan for years, Buster Crab, and then Johnny Weissmeller took over. Mr. But Larry, Star. Larry Buster Crab was really quite a handsome man. There you go, John, uh, Ron, and Jimmy. I <laughs> yes. do have a call coming in. Go and take yeah, it right, right now. Let's take it. Maybe we will. I don't you know. won't. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello, is this Jimmy? This is Jimmy. Is this Michael Walker? It is. How you doing, Jimmy? I'm hey, I'm honored to, uh, to be on your show, man. Good job. Before we get started, let me introduce you to my outrageous cool ho-host, Mr. Ron Russell. How you doing? Hey, Ron. How you doing today, man? Very well, very well. And you, are you about to spill the beans on what life is like as a great recording artist? <laughs> yes, sir. Are yes, you going to tell us all about the women that follow your groups around? The, the, what do they call them? <laughs> The, the bangos, the bango girls, or what? something. No, no, no. Groupies, groupies. I thought they were like the ba- bangum girls. What? But I understand oh, there's like millions that chase you guys. You know, I hope you're wearing condoms. You're behaving. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, wow. No, uh, not from my point of view. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I don't go through that. <laughs> no groupies. Hey, even if they're a little uh, old. Instead of throwing their panties on the stage, they'll throw their canes and wheelchairs on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> that's my gang. That's, yeah. my, that's my audience. So, yeah. Michael, before we get started, say give a shout-out to the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Hey, Mike, what's going on? Hey, Chad, how you doing, man? I'm good. Ron Russell's had a lot of Dynapep. Yes, and I'm drinking okay. orange vodka. Orange <laughs> soda. Proud Michael, sponsor. We, also, we, got, we got a chat room. Say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everyone in the chat room. And now we're going to tell everybody a little bit about what you are, because you're a jazz musician, and, and uh, we have, I have to say we haven't had a whole lot of jazz musicians. We've had a few from Spectra. Actually, some I think you've actually uh, worked with, because I know we had um, uh, Third Scenario on the show uh, last year. Yeah. And they recorded with a song with you. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, uh, Earl T. Harris. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, vocals, man. He speaking has, he has of Earls, you, speaking of Earls, you got to know my old buddy, Earl Palmer, the drummer. Um, you know what? I, I've only met uh, uh, Earl, uh, uh, which is the guitar player, and uh, uh, I, he does a lot of the lead vocals for their scenario. Oh, because Earl Palmer was a drummer for studio uh, orchestra, and he used to play mm-hmm. at the Baked Potato sometimes on the weekends on Ventura mm-hmm. Boulevard over in the Valley. The Baked Potato right. was an all-black club of jazz people. I used to go there and yeah. freak out because, you know, the Baked Potato. I mean, the music yeah. is outrageous. Red Fox used to be in there grabbing all those platinum blondes. He was notorious. It was a fabulous yeah, club. Yeah. Love it. I'm, uh, unfortunately, you know, that was a little before my time. I didn't get a chance to see Red. <laughs> oh, well, it was before my time, too. You see, my mother, my mother used to go there, and she had a little window in her belly. And, and she was right, pregnant right. for me, and I used to look through the window in her belly. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, but, you know, okay. If the baked potato is still there, I'm going out to L.A. to film this uh, winter. I'm going to the baked potato, the best friggin' okay. jazz in L.A. at the baked potato, okay. Ventura Boulevard, folks. So I have a question for you, Mr. Walker. Um, because sure. I, because we are not su- or because I am not that familiar, and I don't know if all our listeners are. Can you just tell me? Because like jazz is broken down into so many different categories, and you specifically on your bio and everything it says smooth jazz and smooth jazz yeah. guitarist. So tell me what is smooth jazz? Uh, well, uh, smooth jazz is uh, basically 
Uh, you know what? I I honestly like to call it. Uh, it's it's a rendition of like R and B on an instrumental tip. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to speak. I, I noticed. I noticed because I saw that you were influenced by George Benson, and I love George Benson. Yeah. I used to listen to George Benson all the time. Mm-hmm. I I would have never thought that that was considered jazz. Actually, you know George Benson too, right? I'm a jazz freak, so I know everything about jazz. I can get off of this yeah. cat all night long. <laughs> I mean, we could name drop and talk about music. And my favorite jazz singer, and she's really not a jazz singer. She was more of a smooth jazz singer, Peggy Lee. Uh, she was like the white version of of what all the black girls yeah. are. You know, fabulous oh, singers yeah. like like Ella. And of course, yeah. like uh, what's her name? Who? who that one? What the, I can't think of a name. Oh God in heaven, forgive me. The best jazz singer in the world. Who's the best jazz singer in the world? Michael Walker. <laughs> she died. She, she went in jail and stuff. She the drug addict. What the hell was her name? Billie Holiday. Oh, you, uh, How could I forget uh, Billie? Billie? My Holiday, God, yeah. Bill, Billie's like yeah. the goddess of of all jazz. Um, who's your favorite jazz vocalist, female? Uh, I mean, of- I would have to say. Uh, Ella, I mean, Ella was hard to beat. Uh, you know, Ella was the best. Yeah, I mean, she nobody could scat beat. like Ella. Ella could scat. For an hour. <laughs> yeah. She could scat for an hour. <clears throat> she was fab. Yeah. All right, so let's talk a little bit about you then, because I read your bio at the end. One of the things I, uh, you actually have a band called Chill Factor. You've been working in the industry a long time. You waited. Uh, uh, it said in your in your bio, it said you know you don't you can be over fifty and still like live your dreams. So you released your first. I guess solo yeah. solo project. It's called A Smoother yeah. You. It's online, yeah. available online now. It's coming out in hard co- physical albums in November on Spectre Jazz, which everybody uh, knows Spectre Records is a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show. I think uh, I'm right. sure it's going to be fabulous. I've only heard one song so far, which we're going to play for everybody. But but tell a little bit about the fact that you know you're not a youngster and you're still making music. Uh, uh, stop it right there before yeah. you answer this. I just turned okay. fifty in May again, and. Um, Okay. My career has never my career has never been better. I'm doing five movies. I'm doing a documentary, and now I've been invited into doing a reality show. So don't let anybody baloney you that when it's over at fifty, because that's a lot of a load of you Nobody's know what. That. No, fifty years old uh, is when you get brains and things hey, start to happen. No, seriously. I mean, uh, seriously. I you know, I was just honored, man, when uh, when I submitted uh, I submitted a couple of to Spectra, uh, and, uh, you know, they like what they hear, and yeah, I'm 50, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 53 years old, man. Well, just and, say 50, uh, we never go beyond 50 in my world. Okay, all right, I'm 50 years thing. old, dude. <laughs> okay. Remember, but, uh, music, music is ageless, remember that, there's no is. age on it music. Is. We don't know if a 20-year-old's playing a guitar or a 90-year-old. Yeah. So and, there you uh, go. I was, so, just, I was just honored, man, that, uh, you know, they took the time to listen, and they liked mm-hmm. what they heard, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and signed me. Uh, and as far as uh, uh, the band, yeah, I, I had a band called Chill Factor for 12 years, uh, and uh, we had a lot, you know, a lot of success around here, man, you know. Uh, Which is I where? Where is around here? Tell us where is around here. Around here is Dallas, Texas. I'm, there you go. Uh, I knew that. I could, hear I could hear that Dallas and his accent. <laughs> Big D in Dallas. And uh, but I just wanted to branch out and see, uh, you know, just see what it was like, see what I could do as a solo artist. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know, at, at, at the beginning it was it's a little bit different when you've been surrounded by you know the band concept, which I love. I love the band concept. But I'm right. enjoying this solo thing, man. It's it's, it's and uh, remember it's okay. one thing. 
remember one thing, wine gets better with age, and so does a that musician. If a musician that doesn't get arthritis in his fingers, he goes on and on and on, and he's great, because some of the guys at the baked potato are not young guys. A lot of them played with Cab Calloway and played with the greats of yesteryear, and those old right. dudes were like 70 and 80, and man, could they jam and rock that joint right down to the pavement. It was oh, a yeah. fabulous yeah, night. Yeah. So let's do this because I want everybody to be able to hear what your what the song actually well, what one of your songs actually sound like. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we have a song called Brother to Brother. We're going to play it for everybody. You hang on the line. We'll talk a little bit more after everybody gets a chance to hear it. And how about you introduce it for us? Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my uh, second single from my album, A Smooth to You. Uh, it's called Brother to Brother, featuring vocalist by Karen Bernard. A great, great song. There you go. Okay. I'm looking forward.
fabulous, fabulous. It's pure, smooth black velvet. It is wonderful. I love it. I just told Good Jimmy, stuff. you've got to send me the entire album. because we're leaving for Pittsburgh tomorrow. It's a five and a half hour drive. And I intend to drive after that drive listening to your smooth, cool music. Because, my friend, you are one. I wish I could curse on the show because you know what I'd say. It's with an F. You are one fun, fabulous performer. Your music is sensational. That record's got to fly. Anybody that loves jazz, if you don't buy this, you're an idiot. I friggin' loved it. It was smooth and sexy. I mean, I need a cigarette and I don't smoke. <laughs> you are Thanks one lot, cool man. guy, man. Yeah. Let me tell you, talent up Thanks the gazelle. You are talent. Michael, I concur. And somebody in the uh, well, Ken, and Ken Pettigrew, who's got a popular radio woo. show out in California, sent me a, a question I'm going to ask just because I want to see what you say. It says, ask Michael, what okay. does he, ask Michael, what does you love about his hollow body guitar? What do I love about it? Yeah. I love the tone. There you go. I, uh, it's, you know uh, how to play. He's actually a drummer. He's a drummer, I think. Uh, I think Ken Pettigrew really? plays drums, too. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, uh, actually, I, I, I primarily uh, did this album with, I got the, uh, my, I call it my sweetheart. It's my, uh, it's my George Benson. Uh, and I recorded 90% of the album with that particular guitar. That he, actually, uh, his signature, his signature guitar. There you go. It's called a G, it's, yeah, it's called a GB10, and it's doable. I've had it like twenty years, and I just love the tone that I get from well, it. You make those strings sing, my friend. You make those strings sing. I want to like say, tell everybody good. too, then though, that you've uh, for anybody who wants to find out that the actual they can download this right now on all the digital download sites. It's on iTunes. The name of the album is called A Smoother You. It'll be in stores in November for Christmas. Um, to find out more about you, they can go to michaelwalkermusic.com. And you want to hear a little tip yeah. from Ron Russell girls and boys? Yeah, out there? Uh, and actually, actually, if they go to michaelwalkermusic.com, I mean, actually, they can get an autographed copy of the CD. You know, and while you're there, go ahead and pick up some T-shirts, uh, you know, just uh, you know, different merchandise that I have online there. But check it out. Absolutely. And this is what I want to tell our folks out there listening. Um, marriage after a while can lose its sex appeal, shall we say? What I would suggest to you out there is put on a beautiful dress without a bra or panties, light a candle, have some wine, have the lights low, play this cool guy's music, and when your man comes home, you will be honeymooning. Are you going to put on a dress? I'm not going to put on a dress, moron. I'm not this idiot. I'm going to put on a dress. I don't wear dresses. Only mini skirts. <laughs> so, so, yeah. um, we want everybody to get it. I think it's awesome that you're on Spectre Jazz. It's a great, great label. Uh, we want everybody to go oh, out yeah. and get it. Are you? Uh, do you have like a Facebook or a Twitter? Do you do any of the social media yeah. stuff? Oh, um, hey, definitely. Uh, they can hit me up on Twitter at Michael W Music. That's okay. Michael W Music. Hit me up on Twitter. Facebook. They can hit me up. Michael Walker Music or M. Walker Music, do M Walker Music, and hit me up on Facebook. There we go. I'm sure I'm going to follow you on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Star. When I follow you, you got to follow back, or I'll stop following you because I don't because I have like three hundred thousand right. followers, and I only follow like fifteen hundred people. But I like to follow all our guests. So now that I know you're on Twitter, yeah. uh, I'll follow you. And follow anytime you anytime you mention me in a tweet, if you want to promote something, I'll retweet it. It'll go to all three hundred thousand people. And you could tweet on my hey. tweet too. Uh, follow me on Twitter. And I'll, I and I'll definitely hit you back. 
Okay. Oh, I want to know. I want to know where you are in case you and I are in the same town and you're appearing somewhere performing. I want to be there. I want to hear you live. Uh, so tweet me. Tweet. Tweet me. Tweet me. Tweet me. Oh, I could have said. You know, I could have said twat me, but that wouldn't have been right. Uh, so, nah. Yeah, tweet, tweet me. Tweet me whenever you're going to be on the East Coast or in LA. Okay. Yeah, like uh, yeah because we're we're working hard towards getting out on the East Coast uh, and the West Coast. We're right now we're just going through. We're seeking out uh, some other uh, uh, booking agencies that uh, man. We've just been getting a lot of inquiries, but I'm just trying to weed through and trying to get the best of the best. You know, jazz is back among kids. It's the big thing now. Jazz has had has a whole new rebirth, and I suspect. Yeah, couple- you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Speaking of that, you know, my kids. I uh, I have a my son is twenty three. I have a daughter that's twenty, and they were telling me the other day. They were like, "Dad, you know, uh, you know, my uh, uh, my friends love your music." I'm like, "Well, okay, mm-hmm. can you buy a couple of CDs?" <laughs> there you go. Well, you I'm know? sure I'm sure you're so going to sell a good. lot of them, Michael. These yeah. CDs are going to fly off the shelf. Trust me. It's great music. I want to hear more, Jimmy. Are we playing another one of no, these? I don't, I don't have another one to play, but we'll begin this. So, Michael, I'm wait, wait, following wait, wait, you on Twitter. You, wait, wait, hang on. Yes. Michael, 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 please send us the, shoot yes. us the album if you can via computer so I could have it in the car I'll tomorrow. Get it from, I'll get it from Spectra. You'll get it from Spectra? Yeah. Okay, good. Because I definitely <laughs> yeah, want, to, I mean, I want to hear you going I mean, to Pittsburgh. I mean, you know? if not, hey, I mean, yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, contact Spectra, Bobby Collins. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, Jimmy, Bobby. Jimmy will do that, yeah. I'll do it. I'm now following you on Twitter. I'm following you on Twitter. I just uh, uh, okay. I just retweeted all your different stuff. Anytime you put me in a tweet, I'll promote it to everybody. I really do think you're a super big talent. I think everybody needs to get it. Everybody who likes music. It doesn't have to be that you right. like jazz music. And, and I, yeah. have a little, yeah. I have a little trick. I have a trick I want to pass on to people. Sometimes when I have a very big decision to make and my mind is clogged from all the things that go through it all day, being in our business, mm-hmm. I play music like yours, and I sit back uh-huh. in the dark, and I listen to the music, and I think my problem out. You know what? The solution just streams right in, un, uh, blo- unblocked. So everybody, get this music when you want to be mellow, when you want to hang out and just think your thoughts and feel your heartbeat. So it, you're wonderful. Right. Michael, you're great. I love right. you. And I'm going to follow you from the Jimmy hey, Star Show, too. You. So we're going to follow you from both. Everybody yes. check out MichaelWalkerMusic.com. Support, in, uh, yes. support indie music. It's fantastic. He's yes. super talented. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We want to thank Bobby Collins for setting up the interview. Yeah. Thanks, Michael, for bringing us that fabulous music. I truly enjoyed it. Hey, I want to say this before what? I go. Sure. The Jimmy Star Show Thank you guys for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, as soon as I'm uh, in Florida, you all will be the first to know. We're not in Florida. Actually, we're now in we're Philly. in Pen- the radio station is in Florida. We're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So if you come anywhere in the in the Northeast, well, hey, let us know. New, New York, Boston, yeah. PA, Pennsylvania. I and uh, I'm sure Bobby will uh, have you all front row tickets. Oh, I absolutely. So. I only get comped. I get, or I get. I have to. I have to at least listen to your music if I don't get comped to calm down, <laughs> to calm my ass down because I get crazed. And also, anytime you got anything to promote, Michael. Anytime you got like big shows or anything you want to promote, let us know because we can have you call in just for like a couple of minutes where we can, uh, you okay. know, just promote what you got going on, and we'll stay in touch. Okay. We will stay in touch. I thank you so All much, guys. And you're Alrighty. you're a gentleman, Michael. Have Bye a now. great weekend. Right. Bye now. You too. Thank you. All right, everybody. So, uh, bye bye, everybody. Follow Michael W. Music on Twitter. I'm finding. I'm looking for him now. I got him from my Jimmy Star account. I'm looking for my other one. I can't seem to find it.
You know what else? He sounds like a nice man. He sure does. Doesn't he sound like a person you want to be friends with? And you could tell by that music. People that write music or do music like that so beautifully with such feeling are usually nice people. It's the violent people that are drug addicts and they're at war with themselves that do that rap. I'm going to murder you and slice you, bitch. We never have any of those people I know that, but I hear it. You know what? I'm driving on the road, and some young jerk next to me with tattoos and earrings and spikes and horns and devil's tail and God knows what else it's got on has this disgusting crap on. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to slit you up. I'm going to kick you in your ass, woman. Bend over, woman. You're my trash. I mean, what kind of stuff is that? And how do we don't permit ever it? Have, though, any but of I want to know is why do basically black women permit it? Because the songs are sung by black groups that are singing to black women. I'm sure, I think, or white women. Wait a minute. Any woman? Why would any woman in the world? There aren't that many people who sing that stuff. You're like, oh please! I hear it all the time. Yeah. The cursing in the song. I wish I could do cursing again on this. Thing. I, I'd <laughs> sing you a few ballads. You, you ears would melt off but you know it's so bad it's so it teaches children and young boys to disrespect women women are beautiful beautiful people they are our mothers they gave birth to the world women are beautiful to look at i'm a gay man i love jane russell i mean jane russell swam in my swimming pool in palm spring in in a pair of panties and my daughter leslie's bra because she didn't have a bathing suit and at 88 years old, out of the water came the most beautiful figure of a woman I've ever seen at that age. So you can appreciate women. Women are kind. They're gentle. Well, some. Some are bitches. But you got to avoid them. Anyway, let's give another shout out. Chat room, what's up? The chat room keeps growing. What's up, everybody? Ken Pettigrew's in the house. Everybody check out the Ken Pettigrew show Monday through Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific time. KenPettigrew.com. Melissa Rudd's in there. And, I, and as you're listening to cool shows... Monday nights Eastern time, 10 p.m., turn into W4CY Radio for True Ghost Stories with Sherry Emily, Deirdre Serego, and Rebel Medler. And I think they've got something cooking of which I can't say because my daughter talked it over with me. But as soon as they are ready to tell the world, they will. Something very interesting is going to happen on uh, True, Ghost True Ghost Stories. So hang in there. You know, the show, started, the show started off, it had a lot of holes in it, but it certainly has worked itself out now, and it's now it's truly a really good show, and I love it. And I listen to it live, you know, next to my daughter, so I don't have to, you know, listen to it on the computer. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think everybody does a great job with it, and it's a fun show, and I love it. There you go. Chad, what's up with you? How was your weekend? Weekend it was, was good. It was nice to see you. It was nice to come down there and see you. And you ha you went to go see uh, Dave Matthews twice, right? We did. We went and saw Dave Matthews at the Cruzan Amphitheater in West Palm Beach Friday night and Saturday night. I had uh, my daughter flown in from Texas, so she got you to hang daughter? out. Yeah. You don't know that? I never knew you I didn't know daughter. you had a daughter till last week. How old is your daughter, you old goat? 24. Go away. But the thing is, she was adopted and just contacted me last uh, year before Christmas. <laughs> That's how it oh went up there. Gosh. Wait, wait, wait. So, yeah. you, you adopted her at 24. No. I, 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 know. I know a lot of men that would like to do Jimmy? that. <laughs> but so how old was she when you adopted her? No. I had a child and put her up for adoption back in 80-something. <gasps> you had a child you put up for adoption? What's wrong with you? I'm terrible. How could you give away a child? I don't care. How could you give away a child? You're crazy. It must be selfishness, I believe, at that time. No, it's stupidity. Maybe I, a mix of that, too. I wouldn't give them away. I'd pull my eyes out. You can first. come punch me in the face anytime. I will when I see you. How dare you do so that? So she, she contacted you to come back because, you know, I'm adopted. That's very interesting. So she contacted you to come back to, to meet you. That's right. She wanted to know who her father was on her birthday and uh, they spilled the beans. How wonderful. That's awesome. Uh, now we're hanging out. This, you know. I could really cry from this. You are crying. And, and, and she's got such a super dad now. She's going to be so lucky. You are crying. <laughs> Look at him. 
Can't help it. You're kids, so cool, Ron. Can, no. I didn't know you were a father. Kids are my weak though. spot. Oh, um, Chad, I can't tell you how happy I am <laughs> that you and your daughter are back together. You know how wonderful this makes her feel? It's it makes her stuff. feel complete and loved. And, as well as me, Jimmy, too. We found out who Jimmy's natural parents were. We found them in the jungle swinging from trees. Yeah, right. <laughs> one, was a, one was a leprechaun and the other was a gorilla. Now I see where he gets his looks. Gotcha. But I am adopted, so like we, I might be doing some of that stuff in the near future, we, too. Yeah, we heard that his parents think, came from Detroit. I think his it's mother, good. His mother probably was 16. She got knocked up. Yeah. And the family moved to Florida. They took her to Florida, actually, to have the baby, and they gave her away in Miami. Right. So he's a love child. Love child. Lovely. How'd you like his haircut? Oh, everybody looking. Doesn't he look like a bowling pin? He looks like a bowling pin. I'm not sure, but both of y'all look good. Yeah, uh, we look Well, fine. I'm yeah. letting my hair grow. Friday, we've I finished Croker. My last scene, thank God I'm done. And now my hair is going to grow like Rapunzel down to the floor. Rapunzel. Rapunzel, Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Let, let down your, your hair. hair. <laughs> because Croker. I don't have any... On any Sherry Emily's crying, too. Everybody's crying. No, it's a very beautiful story. Let me tell you, when it comes to children and dogs, I'm a sucker and a weakling. Uh, I cry all the time. Father cried all the time. Italians, Italians cry. We chill and then we cry. But um, I think it's wonderful. Your daughter, she's got to be gorgeous like you because you're stunningly handsome. I wouldn't go that far. Yes, I was just 50-50 mom and and dad. uh, I'm proud she is to see I would have chat. The first time I saw you, I went, mm, I hope he's gay. <laughs> oh, jeez. But you weren't, so I had to behave. But no, seriously, um, your daughter's got a lot of father to be proud of. Yeah. There you oh, go. I like your dad to be proud of. Thank you, Ron. Like Thank you. That. That's cool. And, and keep, keep an update on I want to hear what's going on. So where is she living now? She is in uh, Texas right now, north of Dallas, probably about, I don't know, a uh, half hour from Dallas, something like that. Right. That's yeah. cool because our last guest just called in from ta- right. Texas. Does, does she live with her mother or she's just with a different family? She still lives with her mother. She's about ready to move out and start going to uh, dental school. All right. Oh, I have to have a tooth pulled next week. <laughs> We're on it. Hurry up. I wish go. she was done already. Right. <laughs> Why doesn't you just get a pliers and practice on me? I don't know. I can do that. I'm going to have this tooth removed. Look, it's an eye tooth, and they have to put a falsy in there. But how long does it take to get a falsy? I'm going to walk around without a tooth. Yeah, but that's okay, because if I go to London and I play the street person I'm supposed to in A Mile in His Soul, then I could smile and show the hole in my face. Speaking <laughs> of A Mile idea. in His Soul, we've got like a, a new book, you guys, A Mile in His Soul. It's actually out in paper book by Roger Grubbs, screenplay by Morley Schulman, who's in the chat room. And we're going to have both Roger Grubbs and Morley Schulman on the show next week to talk about it a little bit. So it's going to be fun. And we're going to have a quick cameo call from Ken Pettigrew, who's going to be going to the comedy club the next week after that. And I finished the book, and I've got to tell you, it's really great. But Morley, if you're really in the chat room, I read, I, I read my part in the book. Could we beef it up a little? <laughs> I was a little Jeez. disappointed in how short I am in the book, how short of a stay I am in the book. Here we go. So if you could beef up my part a little more, <laughs> yeah. but the book was good. The book was well written. It's an easy read. It's fast. And it's very, very interesting because it's not fictitious. It's really based on the truth. I believe that this exists in England and all over the world. Absolutely. So definitely read it. It's, it's good reading and it's a paperback. It's not a lot of money. You guys can get it on Amazon. It's called The Mile in His Soul. You can also go to uh, booksbyrogergrubbs.com. And uh, definitely tune in next week to check it all out. It's going to be and, a lot of fun. And for those of you out there that can't afford books, and there are people that can't, why don't you buy one and let all your friends read it? You can all chip in to buy the book and then share the book. That's what a lot of folks are doing today that can't afford 30 bucks or 29 bucks for a book. 
Actually, too, uh, uh, Morley wrote it's not exactly the same as the screenplay. The, the book's changed a little bit. So. I figured that because I wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, where, that's where I was going. <laughs> it looks like Jimmy's going to London. I'm staying behind. I'll kill you, you Morley creature. That's hilarious. So not, um, you, I won't let you marry my daughter, Deirdre Morley, if you don't do this for me. I'll be your father, future father-in-law. Morley writes, Ron is far too modest. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Morley, gotta love him. We love Morley. We love everybody. Who- Morley, you are basically one of the sweetest little lambs I've ever met. You gotta hang out with me a little bit to become more of a tiger. Anybody listening to, we should just say like we have all these great relationships and all the cool people in the chat room and who listen to the show and follow us on Twitter and Facebook mm-hmm. and everything. We met everybody through social media. We've never met any of these cool people. We talk on the phone once we met them, but everybody needs to get on Twitter and Facebook and and, and promote and network and meet because you can meet the coolest people and do the coolest stuff. So I have a new friend that just wanted to Facebook me, and I accepted him. And his name is Christopher. How do you pronounce his name? Riordan. Riordan, and he's a character actor that's seventy-five years old now. But he has made four movies with Elvis Presley. He's made movies with Elizabeth Taylor, Rock Hudson, Cliff Rob. Uh, you name the star. He's a child star, and I'm. I've just uh, emailed him and asked him if he would come on our show and share all of those experiences. I mean, Elvis, four movies? Come on. He's got to have stories. So uh, let's hope that he will accept and be a guest on our show. But now he's become my new friend. And he lives in the home of Rudolph Valentino, the silent film actor. And that house is called Falcon's Lair, which is a magnificent villa on the top of the Hollywood Hills. So I can't wait to go up there and meet him and see his beautiful home as well as him. Ha, ha, ha. There you go. <laughs> so you can make friends on Facebook, and I have made many friends on Facebook. Look at Emily. Uh, Sherry Emily. Sherry Emily. She's my friend now, and she's so good. She helped me with my stupid iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I got it working, Sherry. Thank Everybody's you, freaking awesome. So we want. We just think it's all great. Everything's going to be a lot of fun. Right now, we're going to take because we're going to have a. Uh, we have uh, what's his face? Uh, Fred. Fred from Croker is going to call in a few oh, minutes, but I want to get in a little musical break in there. And uh, uh, everybody knows, you know, I'm the director of operations for Monarchy Records. Uh, it's a division of the Spectre Music Group. We got three awesome singles that are out right now, and uh, they're all on iTunes. You can get them now. We're going to start off with International Nova. The name of the song is called Photogenic. It's available on iTunes, Amazon, and all the digital download sites right now. And Chad, are you ready? Always. That's oh, I, I like that this. is always ready. Yeah. So this is International Nova's photogenic. I like this song too. <laughs> oh, yeah. International Photogenic, hold it down with the nice kind. 
is a photo shoot. I got the can ready. All I wanna see is you. My little sexy lady, little mama bad, bad. I want you, baby. I think I'm dreaming this reality. I want it so bad, my twisted fantasy. I wanna go down so I can bring her up. I let her be my queen and she can run it up. I run it back to the full lips. She run it back, shorty too thick. I gotta pause for that photo. Anything is good, hold it down for that promo. Now bring it back, love me long time. Now bring it back, I want it long time. I think this girl, she's the right one. Mrs. Photogenic, hold it down with a nice count. That's the end of it, right, Chad? So food, Chad, are you there? Of course I'm here. What? Can't what you hear me? Cool I just song. Sure. See, no. now that's a rapper. What, well, that's not a rapper. That's a song. Please. <laughs> the rappers are not, those jerks are not singers. They're just screamers. That's a mellow, nice piece of smooth stuff. And I love it. It rocks and it sings. And Chad, do you like that at all? Because yeah. you're not really a rap kind of guy. Well, he didn't kill anybody. Let's just say that. No, but it's nice. Or music. Race anybody. It's not. It's not, not abrasive <laughs> or, or harsh. It's smooth and cool. Yep. You know, the world is noisy between jet planes, cars, and all this computer crap we have. It's nice every now and then to mellow out and listen to something. It's full. Chad, do you only listen to country music? Absolutely not. I just spent two nights with Dave Matthews. That's like jazz itself. Right, That's like a been? jazz fusion. Well, I meant besides that, that, that was with his dog. So, like, who's like some of your favorite? Oh. People, favorite people. If we go way back, you go with uh, Mr. Neil Diamond, of course, singer songwriter, still selling. Wow. Out of, still Did selling. You know, out of I met Neil, I met Neil Diamond many times. You know. I had sex with him. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I met Neil because you know I work nightclubs, and I think ooh two or three times we passed in nightclubs. Right on. And he was a very busy guy. He ran through the. He wasn't really very pleasant or friendly. He was okay. I yeah. like his music. He's though. Always you know, on he the was move. tired. He had performed yeah. like. An hour and a half on the stage. He really didn't want to cut the crap with people. You know, he went right to his dressing room, <laughs> yeah. locked the door, nailed it shut. Yeah, I like his songs. I like his performances. Relaxed. Wait, yeah. who else do you like, Chad? Um, go from I like Bob Marley as far as the reggae styles there. Um, as far as rap, 
I kind of like uh, Tupac. That's probably my favorite rapper. Yeah, Tupac. Okay, that's a good one. No, I like that one call. What's his name? Oh, I, hey, yo, 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 somebody. Woo Child. Yeah, you child. I Woo like Child. <laughs> and his side Night Owl. Night Owl. I there like Night Owl and you child. Woo They're child. Cool. Who, whatever the frig his name is. Who, these, why can't they have names like John, Pat, and Charlie? <laughs> Today, these names get me crazy. We got another guy, Razada. Yeah, Razada. <laughs> Oi. Oi, anyway, um, I still say Peggy Lee and Johnny Amantis are my favorite singers in the whole world. Yeah, those are classics. They started it all. And Peggy's dead, and I could have met her, and I didn't. I could kill myself for not letting Meryl Davis introduce me. Right. Well, I didn't know. Meryl said when they were driving in her car, she said, Peggy Lee used to live up there. And I said, oh, wow. You knew her? She said, oh, very well. I went to all her weddings. My best friend. I said, why didn't you tell me that, Beryl? I could have met her. She said, you didn't ask. So I beat the old lady to death on the freeway. <laughs> Kicked the body down Mulholland Drive, and she's dead now. Nice. That's Freaking hilarious. Nah, Meryl Davis, my dear sweet friend, the famous singer who sang with Frank Sinatra on your hit parade for years, passed away recently from Alzheimer's, that terrible disease. Terrible disease. Yeah. That's no good. Oh, Beryl, Beryl Davis was Jane Russell's dearest friend, my dearest friend. Mr. Blackwell's most dearest friend. They had dinner with us every Thursday, the four of us, five of us. Uh, all the good ones are going, my friend. Are you a big Wait. fan of Metallica, Ron? Who? No, he, he won't even know who that is. Metallica? <laughs> oh, they're like Metallica Powder, I think. No, no, Metallica. They're metal. Metallica? The heavy metal. Yeah, James is that Hedman. person? That's a band. Yeah, a the four. Band. It's a band. Name of a band. No. The okay. bands that I like were, were Country Joe and the Fish, and of course, all the beautiful black groups of the 70s, the disco the people. Motown. Yeah. Oh, the Motown. I mean, Motown was my day. I Supremes. danced my little platform shoes down to flats. <laughs> But, uh, no, I love Motown. Um, I love all music. What I about love- country, then? Who's your favorite country artist, Chad? My favorite country artist? Hmm. Or something that you just like. You don't have to give a favorite because sometimes it's hard to narrow it down to one. It is hard. I guess I'm going to go with uh, Chesney and Strait. Okay. Never heard of these people. Kenny Chesney? Have you, did you Kenny ever hear Chesney? Country? George Strait? Did you ever hear Country Joe and the Fish? No, but I like the name. They're, they're fabulous. They're, they're around still, you know, I believe. Country Joe and the Fish. That's cool. Country name. Joe and the Fish. They're okay, who's your, who's your guilty pleasure that you're, like, embarrassed to tell people you like? Barney. Who? Barney. Barney? Just kidding. <laughs> who's Barney? Barney's a purple <laughs> dragon like? lizard oh, thing. Mine Dinosaur. Is, mine is Connie Francis, and like, I know Connie from Florida. She was good friends with that guy that used to do both our hair, uh, John of New York. And Connie Francis is really sweet and nice. I have a million of them. But nobody really, <laughs> nobody admits liking Connie I have a million Francis. of them. Besides Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, like I like, uh, I like Jack Wagner, the guy who was on General Hospital. All I need. And, I, and I'm a Barry Manilow freak. I have every Barry, Barry Manilow song. I love Barry, Barry Manilow and Tom my- Jones. Tom Jones, I've seen a million times. Barry Manilow lives right up, lived right up the hill from me in Palm Springs, next to Suzanne Summers. And Barry was very visible in town at restaurants and stuff. A sweeter, shyer guy you can't meet. He's really quite delightful, and he's with the same boyfriend, lover, husband for like a thousand years because Barry's is about a thousand years old. And uh, they're a lovely couple and lovely people. I like Barry a lot. I don't like his music. You like Stevie Nicks? Uh, Sherry Emily likes Stevie I Nicks. Love Little Stevie. Big Town. Oh. Tony Terry, Donnie James, Ronnie Barr. No, Stevie Nicks. I would love to meet her. I've never met her. God, would I love to meet her. Stevie Nicks. She's awesome. She's fabulous. She's not awesome. When she did that wonderful video where she's flipping over the cliffs and the rain's coming down and she sings Gypsy. Oh, my God. That was fabulous. All right. We'll try and get her on the show. Do it. Yeah, you can get her on the show. You're going to have to give me something. I'll pass out. (laughs) 
I'll be like this. What's your name? <laughs> what about um? Who's those people that Carrie Underwood always say? Uh, Rascal Flatts. You like Rascal Flatts, Chad? Of course. Um, I like. They're Rascal a little. Flats. They're a little too pop, and they've gone like so soft, like with all these ballads over and over. That's again. what I like. That's why I like them. <laughs> they came out. They came out fired up. You know what? Beat. But nowadays, it's just like all the Rascal Flatts songs seem to be ballady to me. So it's like. Mm. I, I fall asleep. asleep. <laughs> Well, also, Burt Bacharach couldn't sing. I love Burt Bacharach. He couldn't sing a note. But when he sang, because he was married to Angie Dickinson, and my very friend Perry Winkler lived up on uh, Evelyn Place, and, and they lived right down the road from her. And I was with Perry and Lee, her husband, one night, and I was up at the house, and they invited me to go with them to a party at uh, her home. And, of course, he was there, and he sang at the piano, and I was very impressed that this man couldn't sing a note but yet could entertain people. Uh, I never got to know him because he just didn't speak to anyone. He sat in a chair staring. I thought he was in a coma, but he wasn't. That was his personality. I love Burt Backrack. He has that song, Make It Easy on Yourself, that he actually sings yeah, it on the album. He's it's wonderful. My he's wonderful, yeah. She's fabulous. I'm trying to get her on my show, and I might, I might just... Uh, when I'm out in L.A. this winter, I'm going to go visit her and give her a yell out and say, you know, you've got to be on my on, my, on our show. Angie Dickinson? Angie Dickinson, sure. The Angie. actress? Of course the actress. What, the man in the moon? Angie? She's in the scariest movie of all time. Well, that's bef- that's after her career started nosing down, where, no, which, where she takes her, her panties off in the in the cab. Yeah, that movie. That movie scared me to yeah, death. Dress to Kill. Dress to Kill. What a good movie. That's a yeah, good well, movie. Yeah, well, she's a great actress, and she's up there in her years, and Angie doesn't do much. I ran into her in a restaurant in Ventura Boulevard in the Valley a couple of years ago. We chatted for a minute or two. She wasn't overly friendly, but, you know, that's how it is. Oh, well. I don't think she remembered who I was, even though I dropped Perry's name. That was a fly I just tried to hit. <laughs> not, not Jimmy. <laughs> for those of you looking... There's a big fly here. But I'd love to have Angie Dickinson on the show because of the Frank Sinatra clan. She could give us a lot of dirt about the Rat Pack and what those boys were like. You know, when I was a little kid, Chad, you'll like this. My dad worked for Delta Airlines, and so I used to always get to throw the first. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Hang on. Hold on one second. Holding. Uh, uh, oh, this, hang on. Hey, Fred. <laughs> hey, Fred, you're calling the wrong. Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, Fred. You got to call the radio station. Oh, boy, he's smoking the weed again. Hang on. Freddy. Hang on, I can't hear. Okay, go ahead. Fred, here's the number, 561-623-9429. Call us. Now everyone's going to call that number. Yeah, that's Only Fred. That's what I love about radio. It's so professional. Absolutely. Hey, that's what happens when you're on radio. I mean, that happens on TV, too, and they just put a No, my TV show, we never had a floor. Everything was smooth because we could cut and edit. This is live. Yeah, it's editing. dangerous. It's nice. dangerous. <laughs> hey, it's live, and that's very, the way it goes. Dangerous. But I was a kid, and I used to get to throw the balls out all the time at the Atlanta Braves games. I'm sure games. you did. Oh. And at, at the Atlanta, I would throw out the first game of the season because my dad would work it out, and I would meet all the players. And one time, uh, everybody was, like, hungering around this dude, and it happened to be – I didn't know who it was. And I went down and met him and shook his hand and got a picture and his autograph. It was Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, baby. Sammy, yeah. He was part of the Rat Pack, right? He was one yeah, of the Rat Pack Of course people, he was. So. I, I've never met him. I didn't know who he was. I've but... never seen him or met him, but I know folks that do, and they said he was a regular guy. I used to like get to do stuff with Hank Aaron when I was a kid, and he was like a big baseball player. 
Not that I really remember anything about it, but that's the fun part of our business. We get to meet all the celebrities and all the big names, and and you critique them, you see if they're nice to you or not. You know, like I keep repeating over and over again. Lana Turner said to me, Ron, um, everybody in the business is wonderful. Everybody's nice. Everybody's charming. Everybody's terrific. She said, remember that. I don't and, agree, though. I don't ever. Well, no, that. you can't be bitchy about people in the business because you know you may work with them one day, and then they'll they won't be nice to you on the set. Oh well. That's the way it goes. Like Tab Hunter, when I did a film with him, he wasn't nice to me. But when he came on my television show, he was very nice. And I brought that issue up and he apologized. And he said to me, "And how old were you, 17? He said, and I let you go? I thought, imagine I could have been attacked by Tab Hunter. Crap, did I miss something great? Yeah, you like Tab Hunter. I love Tab. I love him now. He's fabulous. He's got the same lover for a million years, too. He's a sweetheart of a guy, and I get to see Tab whenever I get out to L.A. You'll meet him, honey, when we go out. That's fun. I love Tab Hunter. Sweet guy, great guy. Everybody's pal. Terrific fellow. I don't know what happened to Fred because I couldn't hear anything he was saying, I but told he didn't call you. back. Well, Fred's cleaning his shit right now. What? <laughs> That's what they say when you clean marijuana. Uh, no, he's not. <laughs> I've never heard that. The, the, the pot smoker say I'm cleaning my shit. Clean my he's shit. not cleaning well, his like shit. A, Don't say that about our like director. Water pipe no, he just probably drank a bottle of vodka, shot up. And, <laughs> right. You know, clean that's up. my producer and my clean director. <laughs> do, you think, do you think I'm ever going to do his next film, Meals on <laughs> probably Wheels? Probably not. Don't think so. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I, I love Freddie. And, but you know what I, who I love more? His wife, Lori. She's so pretty and so sweet. And I'm going to be sitting on the sofa, hugging with her all weekend long as we shoot the film. There you go. Your lips are all orange now. I know. Does that look good? What are you doing? I look like Jane Russell. She wore orange (laughs) lipstick all the time. What are you doing, Ron? Are you sucking down colored aspartame again? Yeah, I'm doing uh, a diet sunkissed. Obviously. I'm on an orange and lemon kick. Meanwhile, I went to that terrible restaurant that gay people should never go to because they give money to... uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, whatever it's called. Jimmy drove in there, and I got a lemonade, sugar-free lemonade. Well, it was the most delicious lemonade I have ever had in my life. And I'm so ashamed of myself now when I say to Jimmy, let's go to Chicken Laid and chicken see... Laid. Uh, Chick-fil-A, not Chicken <laughs> Laid. Chicken Laid. Whatever the hell it's called. Chicken got laid, I don't know. I love it. Let's love go to Chicken Filet. Filet? What is it called? Chicken? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Oh, Chick-fil-A. Where did they come up with these names? They filet the chick. Chick-fil-A. There you go. Okay for lemonade but don't go there folks because don't give them any money they use that money to do propaganda against gay marriage <laughs> against gay people just gay people and gay marriage they're, they're stupid the people. food's good though I like it but they're closed on Sunday because they're Christian <laughs> I guess Jesus didn't give out lemonade on Sunday I don't and know little do they know they're screwing it all up actually the Sabbath is Saturday which you're supposed to like worship on the seventh day so they're doing it wrong anyway well what the hell do they know they're, they're chickens <laughs> filet, they're filet chicks what well, came first mm. Certainly not them. All right. Okay, I just sent Fred the number again on text, so he's going to call him. Meanwhile, Fred wrote the most beautiful stuff on Facebook about my performance or my characterization of uh, Ben Cade. Get that fly. Bite it. (laughs) Next time it flies by, just bite it. Um, And he gave me such compliments, I was thrilled to death. And now Friday, you know, we haven't shot now in a couple of months, and my character has sort of weakened because I forgot what it was. It hasn't weakened. Well, I hope Friday. It's only been like six weeks. Well, Friday night, I hope I'm able to get my character the same for continuity because you don't want the character to change while you you're won't watching have any the film. Problem. 
He's not going to have any problem. Probably not, but I don't know. Chad, this guy likes to get sympathy for everything, and then when he goes and blows it out of the park, he makes everybody think, oh, he's not going to be able to do it, and then he does it better than anybody in Hollywood can do it. That's my, just kind of well, like... Well, boy likes if attention. If you believe that, I've got a bridge I could sell you. Find me an actor who is not insecure about his work. Remember one thing. I have not seen any performances of mine. Everything is out in Pittsburgh. I don't know what I did, what I did wrong, what if I'm overacting, underacting, or acting stupid. I have no idea. That's why they have directors. Huh? That's why they have directors. And if it's bad yeah, acting, that, then blame it on directors. When, when I'm on a film, I usually go to a rush, a daily rush. And I could see, and I say, oh, crap, Ron, don't do that anymore. You know, you're using your hand too much or, or stop blinking or whatever. You know, you know you can correct your work. Here I'm working and I have no idea what I'm doing wrong. And that's frightening. Hmm. Freddie, where are you? They have phones in Pittsburgh, don't they? I don't know. I'm not going to have wi- Do they have Wi-Fi in Pittsburgh? Yeah, of course they do. Pittsburgh is like, they named it perfectly. Text me his number. Jimmy will call him. No. Oh, okay. I see. I just texted him the number to call us, so he should be calling us. Well, that doesn't seem that way. Um, Get your fat foot off my wire. Yeah, let's see. I don't know how to do this. Let me write it down. Okay. He's always making. He's always complaining about everything. He was saying cat's foot earlier. Because I'm Italian. Italians on, love Ron. to complain. We love to make love. We love to compliment. We love to complain. We love everything. We love all of our emotions. Is what it is. We don't mask any emotion. Yeah, you should have heard uh, Ron pre-show people. Ron? Something else. I, said I wish pre-show. he would sell. I wish he would do that. I, I wish, wish I was he reco- would actually sing the song for us. I no, I will not sing the song I sang before we went on the air because it's vile. I need to always hit record before I answer the phone from you guys. Yeah, you do. Cause I would be All right, so I got a caller text. coming in now. All right, ready? Yes, Freddy. Here Freddy you go. Sterling. Hello, and welcome Hello. to Jimmy Star Shore. Well, Fred, you're a little late, dude. What's up? <laughs> What's up, Fred? I have 15 different numbers, and I, um, my apologies. I'm not home, so I don't have my, like, my main uh, phone thing. I have my junkie phone, my okay. drug dealer phone, my throwaway phone, so I, my apologies. So, everybody, welcome Fred Turling to the Fred, Jimmy Star Show, yes. director, writer, and producer of Croker. 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 Is that a frog noise? No, it was you passing gas. <laughs> Ew, Jimmy. Of course it was Come a frog, on. frog, you dummy. Keep it clean. Hey, Freddie, how you doing? How are you, Mr. Russell? I'm doing hey, fine. Mr. Russell, that was my father. No, my father wasn't even Mr. Russell. It's a make, made-up name. Uh, listen, <laughs> are you ready for me for two days? I mean, seriously, invading your home? Um, I would, I, like I told Jimmy, I would love to have you guys, like, just move in there. So, oh, we could days. do that. We could do that. <laughs> two two know, days ha- are too short. Have, have suitcases yeah, travel. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy and I, you know, we could we could go play comic books and action figures, and and, well, and you and your Lori could hang out and. You no, know. Lori and I are going to a gay bar. We're going dancing. We've already decided. Yeah, she told me that. Yeah, you, you you and Jimmy could sit home and play Captain Video, <laughs> and you could play with your dolls. You got to see these two together, folks. They have all these incredible monster dolls, and then Jimmy says, "Oh, I have one like that," and Freddie says, "Well, mine is a newer one." And then they argue, and they read their little their little uh, Mister Marvel comic books. So they had their toys all over the living room, and Lori and I looked at each other. We said, "Boys, now we're going to have dinner. Bring your toys downstairs and put them away." And the both of them did like little children. Now I'm out. This is true. I'm out with Jimmy one day, and we're in some store where they have all these stupid little you know, monster dolls. And Jimmy said, oh, Freddy's got that one. I'm going to get that one too. <laughs> I said, oh, Christ. And he went out and bought some troll or something. I don't know what it was. 
<laughs> it's hilarious, everybody. And Fred is Fred's Fred is the writer, director, producer of Croker and Croker the movie, which you can go to www.crokerthemovie.com, now has its own app for iPhone and Android. Tell us a little bit about it, Fred. I want everybody to download it. Yes, um, you, you can go a couple places to get the app. The, the app is really cool. Um, when I when I started to play with it, um, I was I was looking at the software and I was like, "There's no way I can do this." And as I started to get into it, and make mistakes, things started to make more sense. And before I knew it, I was like three quarters of the way through having an app done. So I was like, "Well, let's just put it together and see what happens." Um, the app has everything that is out there. Um, instead of going to like the website or Twitter or um, IMBD or Indiegogo or any of the different places that Croker resides. Um, you could download the app and it's all there. Um, if you want to go to Twitter, um, just push the icon to go to Twitter. If you want to go to IMBD, push the icon for IMBD. Um, if you want to look at pictures, uh, one thing that we've really, really been good at, and you guys both know this because you've participated in this, uh, we, have a lot of be- we-, we have a lot of behind-the-scenes pictures, um, stuff that you don't normally see in a production where you can you know, actually kind of go through the process with us. Um, the, we have one of, I think, anyway, I think we have one of the most active Facebook pages on Facebook. Um, we have, I don't know, almost close to 400 followers, but they're 400 active followers. Everybody's on there all the time, every day, um, talking stuff, Croker, and we also are very, very good at updating it at least two or three times a day. Tell people how to get it, though. Tell people how to get the app. Oh, um, you go to, go to the Apple Store and just type in Croker, and it'll come up. Um, it's it's really that simple. Or um, if you if you if you have an Android phone, um, you can go to uh, go through uh, Google Apps and just type in Croker, and it'll come up there as well. You or can also you can type on the Facebook page and just click the yep. link. Exactly, it's up there on it's uh, the the link is on the Facebook page. You can go there. Um, it will be on the website at CrokerTheMovie.com later today. As soon as I get home from making the torso for the creature, oh man, is this thing awesome? <laughs> it's just it's <laughs> disgusting. It's really cool. Um, and, and because I don't know, I think from the, the last time you guys were out, I was still pounding my head on the wall about the, the the creature's chest. I know what I want: the hands, the feet, the face. You guys have seen the face, uh, but it. nobody else. Yeah, people have to come to the movie to see this, see what it actually looks like. What, looks what, like. What, what was the problem with the chest? Uh, I, I, I wanted to do something extremely kind of, not disturbing, but different. Um, I, I wanted it to have, I, want, I wanted the, because the, the, when you look at a frog, they have oversized hands, oversized feet, and they have this big, giant, sagging belly. But I wanted some functionality with the belly, and I had this weird idea at the beginning to kind of do like this um, weird fluid sack with little tadpoles floating around in it, but... You know, I don't Sounds want to kill nice. a lot of frogs, and how do you do that? Listen, so, if, you a, if, you a, if you had a problem with the chest, you should have consulted me. I would have told you to get a Victoria's Secret 34B push-up bra and strapped it around yeah, the frog. And then but your it, film it, could have been XX. Yeah, but we, we, know, the, we know the gender of, of the creature. So Is it a man know. or a woman that's going to... Whatever. I'm not going to give it away. I almost gave it away. I almost gave it away. Almost gave it away. Because, you but, know, but I, anyway, um, so uh, here's, where, here's how inspiration strikes. I'm sitting watching television one day, and I see a commercial for the Comfy Pillow. Not that they're a sponsor, but they could be a sponsor, Jimmy, since we're using uh, the inside of their product on, on the croaker. 
And I saw this gel pack, and it all fell into place. So it was like, oh, my. So I consulted the, one, of my, one of my very good friends who's a master model builder and, and just it does miraculous things with foam and kind of told him this is what I was thinking about and this is what I was wanted to do. And then as the days went on and we talked more, the, the creature actually has functionality now. So when the Vodnik uh, okay, captures okay, the not soul, give it away. there's let's a process. Not give it away. Oh, let's yeah, not, no, no, not at all. But there's a process in how the costume works. Okay. Now, um, listen, so answer we're, we're fine-tuning that. Answer me an important question. Did the I sheriff, will answer it. Did the sheriff of Cannonville, or whatever that town's called, Cannonville, Cannon, did he have his eyes fixed? Did he have his eyes fixed? Yeah, because they fell out when he saw Valerie. <laughs> oh, well, you have to give, you, you have mean, to give a shout-out. He didn't well, stop I, I looking think... at her. And when she was doing the hugging and under my robe, it was freezing, and she came under my robe with me, he almost, like, passed out. His eyes were rolling in his head. He was salivating at the mouth. And his wife was standing right next to him. He had it for her so bad. That's the sheriff of Cannonburg, whatever it's called. <laughs> okay. He likes him. And then yeah, I, but I, I, think, I heard he likes I him think, young. I think if we, if, we have, uh, if, we, if we went around and collected up all the eyes that fell out of people's heads that, that fell in love with Valerie on first glance, we, we would have a giant, enormous bucket of eyeballs. So I, I, we, we would I have love, to fish Sheriff Cade's eyes out of there somewhere. I love her so much. I cannot wait to see her. She's the sweetest, most beautiful, gorgeous girl with the most beautiful figure. And she's as kind as they come. And she's a Christian. And she's got the same boyfriend for a thousand years. And she's a lovely person. And if I was straight and 21, I'd kill her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would get well, the Croker monster to kill him. Well, she she's so amazing, and she, much like you, has really taken her character and made it her own. And that's, that really gets me excited when I see, you know, when, when you're kind of on the script, and then the actor's like, wait a minute, I got something better. And yeah. you know that I love that, and you know my reaction to that, I actually get teary-eyed, because I, it's like, wow, I, I, I did my job, I reached this person, they are now the character. I'm, my, my work's done with them, they can... They, they can just—I know—they're going to go do what they do. Well, and Valerie, with Valerie and you in particular, your your chemistry, mm -hmm. um, especially outside of the morgue scene, is just fabulous. Um, I you, agree. You, you know, you, well, you know that I completely reworked that entire scene because of what you two did in the driveway. It was so, a brilliant um, scene. It was a great scene. I agree. Yep, and, and we're going to have to do a little touch-up work, you and I, down in the in the uh, the garage. Okay. Um, when you're here this weekend, um, just to, just for continuity purposes, because uh, that scene was sort of in the middle. Now it's at the end, and the end is the beginning now because of what happened there. And that's right. the beauty of filmmaking. To, to, when something like that happens, I'm I am just ecstatic as a writer and a director to to be able to go back and say, "Wow, this is so amazing! I'm going to actually change what I had." Because the performances are that awesome, and well, it's really, getting, really exciting. Getting back to Valerie, I've worked with a lot of good... I mean, I've worked with Sophia Loren. Please, give me a break. And right. Valerie is going to be a great actress. You know why? She is the character, and she becomes the person, and she looks to me to feed her to get off on. In other words, if I say to her, sit down now, she does it. Then she rebels, 
because her inner instinct as an actress says, I'm not going to take that sitting down, you know, from this creepy guy, and she rebels. And that's the beauty of her. She's spontaneous. Yep. She's good. I fire with her. Yes, I agree. Vicky and I have, Valerie. Valerie and I have the best chemistry I've had with most people I've worked with. I love working with her. I, f- I fire with her. I don't wait for her to do you know, do a the read a dead flat line. I could say to her, get over there, get get that tree for me, and she'll turn around and say, get it yourself. So she's got that fire, and I love it about her. So she's a great actress. She's going to become a very big movie star. Trust me. I think so too. She um the the thing that that really struck me about her in in everything that you're saying, anybody who's listening, this this is why we actually put off shooting for two months because when I met Valerie, she. She's also brilliant. She went to um, uh, Italy to teach English That's for two right. months, and we thought and he, Paris, she was Italy really afraid Paris. that that was going to be an issue at first. And after mm-hmm. I saw her screen test, I was like, no, we'll wait. We'll wait for two months. That's not a problem because she's awesome. But the other thing I think that, that's really, really good that she does is, you know, when you talk to people, sometimes they listen, and most of the times they don't. They're thinking about what they're going to eat for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, when I talked, Valerie and I had this long discussion about um, how people interact when they talk to one another, and 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 we both sort of had this thing that you know when when people are in an argument or in heat of battle, they don't wait for the other person to finish talking. They step on their lines, they jump on top of them, they you know verbally. Yeah, it's like when when two people start to argue, you don't wait for the other person to get done saying what they're going to say. And I think that in, in, in even big time movies now, they come from big studios. That that attention to detail is not there. And Valerie really took that conversation that we had and she ran with it. And I think that's why the two of you in scenes together, you don't wait for the next line. You guys are on each other's lines like boom, 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 boom. And after a while, you're not even you just throw the script out the window and you two are just doing your thing natural and it's real and i think that the the one thing that i really really want to accomplish with this film if nothing else happens at the end of the day i want this i want everyone when they're watching it to say man that looks real these 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 look like real people they look like Mm -hmm. real characters no matter how screwy they are because even with jennifer and her brilliant um Mm -hmm. perverted little corner there there's a there's a naturalness to her delivery that's like man this 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 woman's really really kinky you know and it's Definitely, um, I, I, I really, that. really Definitely. want that in all the performances, and, and you and Valerie with that. When you go back and forth, and she—that's that, what I'm talking about. Like t- talking to an actor or actress, and they really, really get it to the point where you know they digest what you're talking about. You have a conversation; it's not all for naught. Like she took well, that conversation we had about people stepping on each other's conversations when they're arguing. Is- it's natural. Wait till you see what we're going to do by that. What do you see the scene that we're shooting Friday uh, at dawn down by the creek when Valerie and I have our little um, sort of uh, confrontation? Okay, okay, okay. So we're done with this. So everybody go to CorporateTheMovie.com. Well, I forgot to mention that Jimmy was brilliant with his six lines that he said. Oh, it has nothing to do and with that. And he said, hi, everybody. I'm Jimmy Star on the radio show. <laughs> and he had an act. That was a big stretch for my Jimmy. <laughs> He had no, to act no, like, no. He had to act like I Jimmy want everybody Star. to download the app. Also, Fred, like when you do the app, we need you to add some pictures of us in the app. We're not in the app. Oh, uh, well, that's big. Yeah, it, it, the, the cool thing about that app is that whatever it, it's it's more. It, it, you and I were talking about this yesterday, Jimmy. It's more of a plug-in. So whatever we put up, um, it, it, it 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 just it goes to where the source material is. So yeah, we we just have to. Um, 
you know what we need to do? We need to create, a, um, uh, just add, add some of those pictures to the um, behind-the-scenes folders in Facebook because that's where it's drawn the pictures from. Okay. And then they'll then they'll be immediately up there. So when, as soon as you get off the air, if you want to throw a couple pictures up there in one of those uh, those uh, photo albums, it'll be on the app immediately. I, I know how to do it, but I'll have to learn. We'll talk, otherwise, we'll do it while we're up there. Okay. If not Friday, we'll take new shots. And uh, anyway, too, everybody, Croco the Movie still got an Indiegogo campaign. Go to CrocoTheMovie.com or download the app, and you can hit the Indiegogo button. We're trying to raise a little bit more money to get everything finished. So if you got any money, please contribute. Yeah, we're really, 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 really close. The the only two things um, that we have to pay for, which are, of course the ones the biggies, is the, the musical scoring, um, and uh, we have some uh, distribution costs. But yeah, the film itself. Uh, thank you very much for those who have already donated and got us all the way, you know, three quarters through our budget. Much appreciated. And get get just yeah, get that get that Indiegogo thing out to friends and in, in, in relatives and neighbors. We're getting close. I think we're going to do a real big push in the last 24 hours um, to make sure people get that out. And um, but yeah, that's on the app, and that the app's cool. It does, it, like I said, it does real time updating. So if we put something in, in on the website or in the Facebook or Twitter or IMBD, um, you go into app two seconds later, it's there. It's it's, it's real time it. update. Very good. All right. I just want everybody out there listening to know an independent film is exactly what it means, independent. Now, if you work with Warner Brothers and you have George Clooney as your star, you have Asian money coming in in the billions of dollars. George Clooney can have any budget he wants because the Asian market love and adore him and they will give trillions of dollars. But when you're an independent producer such as Fred Turling is and you're producing a production such as we are involved with, it takes money, and sometimes you have to beg around and look like you're not really a pro. But remember one thing. 20th Century Fox needed a budget for Gentlemen Prefer Blondes with Jane Russell and Marilyn Monroe, and they did the very same thing that Jimmy, that, J, that Freddie Turling is doing. They put the word out. That's what they, everybody And does. they got the funding to give you that fabulous film, Gentlemen Before Everybody Blondes. does that. Even the big studios so don't do it. They think, just don't do so, it on so the so radio. So don't think for one minute, folks, that because he's asking for money means, ah, it's a cheesy, crappy little film. In fact, it's not. It's a film that's reminiscent of the films of the 1950s. It's spoofy. It's campy. It's fun. It's scary. It's all the things. Most important, it's called entertainment. And I know it's going to entertain everyone that sees it. So please uh, go see it when it comes out this October. And Fred, you did a beautiful job. I love your directing. Uh, I love you, you. And of course, personally, I love, and my Lori, I love to death. So give, give my Lori a hug and a kiss. Tell her I'll see her on Thursday. And everybody go to CrocoTheMovie.com. Fred, we got to let you go because we got another caller going to be calling in. We'll see you tomorrow. All right, one, one, uh, one, 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 one quick thing that I'll, sure. I'll leave you alone forever and ever and ever. Um, we, we made the top 25 most anticipated films for Netflix for the fall of 2013. And we don't even have... Yes, and I have news yep. for you, Freddie. That's, this, that's if, awesome. If this film goes off as I think it will, you may get the best uh, of indie film award. Hey, Fred, where do you get that, actually? Uh, did you post that on Facebook? <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it's on it, it is on Facebook. I, I posted it the day it came. It, it, it got posted last week. And we, I, I didn't think see that. I don't know. I don't know all the other movies, um, but I cares? think they're all studio movies. We're, we're the only movie that's not a studio movie. And I bet we're going to go to the Sundance Festival. I like that. You want to bet we're going to go to the Sundance Festival as a nominated <laughs> movie? Well, the cool thing is nobody's even seen a clip from this movie yet. I mean, the teasers are just. Um, 
stuff I threw together. The, the, yeah, the actual I trailer the sto- will be coming out mid-August. I know the story. I want to see that. I'm going to go look that up. Well, I know, I, the, I know the story, and I know the actors, and I know the director. So um, I think it's going to be a great film. So, everybody, go to croakofthemovie.com. If you got any money, contribute to Indiegogo. We are in the top 25 most anticipated movies of the fall for Netflix. I didn't know that, so I'm going to be bragging that. Yeah, all go, go to Net- I think it's Netflix, Netflix, Netflixwatch.com, Jimmy. It's... I don't, I, I don't know if it's compiled by... Fan. I have no idea how it's compiled, but we're on the list. Who cares? We're on the list. That's just awesome. <laughs> All agree. right, Fred. All right, Fred. Thank All right. you so much for seeing you tomorrow, dude. Love you. Say hello Take to care. Lori. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Kisses to Lori. Bye. Bye. Isn't that cool, Chad? Isn't that cool? I like it. Oh, I love that. You know, he's doing a film called Meals on Wheels that we shoot next, and I play it in drag. I play <laughs> like Yetta Bronston, the uh, Jewish woman that owns the... Uh, the, the what's it called? The nursing home, and I cannot wait because I'm doing that film in drag, and I'm going to talk like this. Darling, I'm dying. What's going on? I think we just went I off. I don't believe that. No, do, we didn't. Do we just, Fred, Fred, Chad? Are you there? You're still rolling. Yeah, here's how it is. Darling, I'm dying. What's doing? What's with Mrs. Goldberg in number three? Is she ready? Oh, she died. I'm fainting already. That's how I'm going to talk, and I'm doing it in drag. It should be a riot, a total riot. It's going to blow Tony Curtis. Why? You know, though, like that's a big deal for Netflix. What? Are you still hung up on that pride crap? I'm into the art of this thing. Who cares about glory and crap like that? Oh, I want it. Yeah, right. I want it for Fred. Oh, baloney! I've had so much junk written about me over the that years. That is a big deal. There's a, Netflix puts out like a hundred Remember, movies a week. I was the first drag queen to ever play the Copacabana in New York City following such people like Ella Fitzgerald, Frank Sinatra. Barry Manilow was the first queen, drag so, queen. <laughs> no, I was the first one to impersonate Jane Russell in a musical show. Forgot the name of it. <laughs> Would you believe it? At the Copacabana nightclub in New York City about 30 years ago. Anyway. Uh, I forgot what the name of that show was. All right, so let's do a Dynapep commercial. You guys, Dynapep is a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show. Dynapep is the world's best and first energy micro shot. It's smaller than a lipstick vial, fits in your pocket, comes in three flavors. You can go to 1-800-DO-DYNAPEP, call 1-800-DO-DYNAPEP, or go to dynapep.com. Follow them on Twitter at Dynapep Shots. It has no sugar, so it's terrific for people who are diabetic, and it's just a fabulous product that gives you 10 hours of energy. And Dynapep has... No sugar. No carbs. No crash. There you go, Dynapep.com. And it's better than the other one you see in the supermarkets. Yeah, it's five-hour energy. And it's cheaper also. Cheaper For those than- of you on a budget, it's less money. It really Listen, does work. Let me tell you about this stuff. I wouldn't say take it every day because, you know, you have to let nature do its own. But if you're under stress or if you're tired or if you've had a long day, and guaranteed I will be using Dynapep Friday when I shoot Croker because we are shooting from 6 o'clock in the evening Till, all night. till 7 or 8 o'clock the next morning because we have a dawn and a sunrise uh, shot. If you think I'm going to do that at 50 without Dynaflow, Dynapep, Dynapep. whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> Dynaflow is a transmission on a Chevy. Anyway, <laughs> they're all the same to me. Uh, if you think I'm going to do it without that stuff, you're nuts. I'm going to shoot up my Dynaflow. Dynaflex or Dynaflow. I think that that's hilarious. What is it called again? Dynapep. Dynapep. Good thing we get it free. I got just boxes look at your monitor. Home. Say that again? I said just look at your monitor, Ron. My monitor doesn't have it. Oh, he doesn't have it? No. No, the, Jimmy does everything without a monitor. That's why I sound so dumb because he knows everything I he's thought, doing and lets me wing it. I didn't know you could do the show without seeing yourself. 
Well, you know, I really don't care. He can the name. see himself. He just doesn't see Dynapep. Oh, yeah, okay. and, I, and I don't care the name of the product. I yeah. just like the oh, product. Oh, I see what you're saying, Chad. No, we don't have it. We're not locked on to ITV because my, my oh. netbook only – I can only do the chat room or the ITV. I can't do both because it just doesn't work. It I got a caller stuck. for you. You want to take it? Yeah, we're going to take it. Here you go. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, Jimmy. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Is this Stephanie Todd? This is Stephanie Todd. Okay, speak up a little. I'm very excited to have you on the show, Stephanie. so welcome. And before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting with my cool, outrageous co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, darling. How are you? Hello, Ron. Are you good? Good. You ready for this interview? Yes, I am. I'm ready. You know, it's going to be fun. We rock and roll here. This is not like a normal straight interview. We get a little nutso, so I hope <laughs> you're going to have fun with us. Starting off with, when I first heard your song, I said, why is she quivering her voice? That's annoying me. Then listening to your song maybe five or six times, I love it. I love your voice. I love the way you handle it. It's new. It's fresh. And that song is beautiful. It's in my car. That song has a, oh, it's a beautiful song. And I love the, the rhythm and the beat to it. And now it's become like one of my favorite songs. And you're one of my favorite singers. And that's no BS. Wow. Well, you know, I tell it like it is. I mean, I've been saying about this broad with the quivering voice makes me nervous for weeks. <laughs> now, you know, I've heard this song nervous. a couple of times, and it's a catchy song. I like And it. it's going to sell big. It's going to sell very big because it's a good song. There we go. So so this is the other guy on the phone, Stephanie, is Chad. He's, uh, he's the man behind the board. Say hey to Chad. Hey, Chad. Stephanie. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Good to have you on the show. Love the music. Thank you. you sound like you a, a young little girl. You sound like a very young girl. She does sound she young. That Chad has a lovely speaking voice. No, I'm talking about her. Chad, I talk all the time. Who Not cares me. about Chad? <laughs> right. Chad? Chad, eat your whole wheat nuts. And, all right, I'll be back. But, but, listen. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Stephanie, so Stephanie, just say, give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in. There you go. And tell us where you're calling us from. I am calling you from my... Um, lovely apartment in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Oh, Brooklyn, my hometown. Hi, baby. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sweetie, where are you from in Brooklyn? Um, I am right now. I live in Fitness Park, but um, oh, I, I'm originally I was... from Arizona. I was born oh. and raised in Phoenix, Arizona. I was born in Red Hook, Brooklyn, and then we moved to Brooklyn Heights and then to Long Island. I'm a real Brooklyn guy. If you listen closely, you'll hear an old Brooklyn accent. <laughs> now listen, sweetheart, how old are you? You sound like a teenager. I am 28 years old. How much? 28. You don't look it and you don't sound it. You're beautiful. Yeah, actually, that's what I want to make a comment on. I love that shot. You are like a supermodel, mm -hmm. gorgeous, mm -hmm. so beautiful. Everybody, you can go to stephanietodmusic.com yes. to see how she, how, how beautiful she looks and find out more about her. Um, we, we actually played Battle last week for everybody and kind of premiered it, mm -hmm. um, letting everybody know it's out uh, on iTunes yesterday. It came out yesterday. And in a few minutes after we talk with you a little bit, we're going to... Uh, we're going to play it, and then we'll come back and talk to you a little bit more. But I just thought in general, um, first of all, I love all the photos that you did. For everybody listening, I sent a bunch Beautiful. of Jimmy Star clothes, uh, and they did a photo shoot. And, and you are seriously like supermodel gorgeous. Outrageous. That profile shot that we used on, on the show, dynamite. You got some profile. Like a Lena uh -huh. Horn, a beauty. You're a, a knockout. Jimmy, I wanted to thank you so much for your outfit. As soon as Marlon, my manager, um, sent me... You know, the, the link to your clothing line site, I was just in awe. I was like, oh, it's so great. I was a little nervous at first because, you know, sometimes it's hard to find 
um, someone who has like the vision or artistic um, yeah vision that's complementary. Well, they to are outrageous. Me, I, so I, 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 just, I, helped. I love your work. It was very original. Thank you. I helped Jimmy pick him out, and I kept saying to Jimmy, are you sure she's going to wear this? This is a little, you know, nasty, a little outrageous, a little... He said, definitely, my clothes are for the stage, and she's a star, and she has to go out there looking like a star. So I kept my mouth shut and let him pick out all the little, you know, pasties and G-strings. <laughs> they and weren't G-strings. Whatever those things were. They were, they were not G-strings. No, they were I'm classy. Kidding. They were classy, yet they were still... No, I know. I'm just teasing. I wanted people to buy your albums. If they hear pasties, they'll buy your albums. <laughs> <laughs> Which we want to give a shout out to Marlon, your manager. I actually spoke to him yesterday. He's awesome, awesome, awesome. You got a great team uh, with Marlon and Monarchy Records, and everybody's happy working with you. You really are a true, true talent. And uh, did you ever do any modeling? Because you look like a supermodel. <laughs> no, I'm more concerned with the music. The music okay. And- She's a singer, and no. let us stay that way. You're, and you have a great voice. I really do love it. And now, what made you do this song? It's got a beat. Where did you find it? Uh, where did I find the song? <laughs> the song kind of came to me. Um, you wrote it? During, during a, yes, I wrote it. Uh, you wrote that song? <laughs> I can't believe yes, you wrote, I wrote that song. song. <laughs> um, it came to me during a very interesting time in my life. Uh, I was dating um, someone who was out of town, and at the same time, I was kind of mourning the death of loved ones. And so, um, I was kind of in a state of just... And you wrote the music as well? Um, No, the music was done by the producer I work with named Christopher... Because I love that rhythm, that that same beat just keeps going over and over again. No, it's very contagious. It's a contagious song. After I hear it, you know, I hum it for a while. It's that kind of thing. It's like Jingle Bells. You know, if you hear somebody singing Jingle Bells, you do it all day. Well, your song is the same way. When I hear it, I want to hear more of it. And I must tell you the truth because I never lie on this show. When I first heard it, I, I said, ugh, Jimmy, you really like that? And now I friggin' love it. So you see, it's just because I'm old. <laughs> you know, like I was saying before, I like Johnny Mantis and Peggy Lee. You probably don't even know who they are. but Actually, I bet she does. You know who Johnny Mathis is, don't you? No, actually, don't. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. You'll have to look up. I am going to kill myself on the (laughs) air right now. Everybody, are you watching? I'm going to drink myself to death with my orange soda. I can't believe, you know, I once did. Actually, you would like Johnny Mathis. Johnny Mathis, the greatest singer. You know who Peggy Lee is? Yes. You know who Barbara Streisand is? Yes. You know, I once did an interview and I asked this young man. He didn't know anybody. I said, you know who Barbara Streisand is? He said, no, but I've heard of her. (laughs) <laughs> and I wanted to choke myself with the cord of my microphone. Oh, hold on. Let's hear that. So who are some of your influences and people that you would listen to or you listened to growing up? Because I know you've been singing and writing for a long time. Who are some of the people that you really like? Um, I have gone through just many different kinds of music and sure. um, artists. I, I started off in church, so I listened to a lot of Christian music. And mm-hmm. I grew up in Arizona, so I listened to... Everything from like Counting Crows to you know um, what was out uh, whatever was popular at the time. Mary J. Blige, yes, and then um, and uh, and and I also spent a lot of time writing. I'm one of those artists that kind of you know goes within more than um, just listening to to other. Right. My relationship with music is really personal, and 
it's more of a, just me sitting, it's almost like a, a meditation process, me sitting with an instrument and kind you know of you're right. within and, and coming out with whatever, whatever. That's uh, what I hear when I hear that song. It's an authentic expression of myself, though. So. Yes, definitely. When I hear that song, you know what I hear? I hear a friend of mine sitting next to me telling me a story with some confusion and pain. Yeah. Am I right? So I was I was at that time. At that time, that's where I, I could hear it in the song. I felt like you were talking to me. That's why I like the song. It's personal. That's the word. It's a personal song. Uh, gee, I, I got the I got the click on it. One thing too, I think is cool though about uh, about your music is that it's not really pigeonholed. Like um, um, I know, like 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 in thinking about who would play the radio. I mean, who would play? What kind of radio stations would play this song? Everybody and who will really will. like it? You fit in every category because you kind of fit. Yeah. You can fit in pop, R and B, jazz. I mean, you actually fit in every single, almost every single category that's not a rock category. You know, which which makes the appeal really great because you know how it's it's incredibly like marketable, even though it's personal, and and that's something I think that that makes a hit, help makes a hit song because there's a place for it to fit into the universe. You know of music and you're also an original tell me how did you learn or create the i'm going to go get it to you like breaking sound where you cut the word do it for me a little bit <laughs> no seriously how did that's, you do that look, that's something it's not theoretical you know it's not something i sit and think about it's something that how do you how do you do it you're like emotions i don't sit and, and like think about it you know it's like whenever you cry and you make a wailing sound or something you don't sit and and think, oh, how did I make that welling sound? It just True. came out of you. And that's kind of how, like, the way you're asking me the question, it just sounds like how, you know, it, it's just, it's not something I think about. I can't, I can't tell you but how I, I do try it. doing it many times with Jimmy kidding around, and it's difficult. <laughs> I can't do it. I sound like I'm choking to death. Like, <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, go anyway, to, we're do, not going to don't do No, that. that's what makes her so unique, Jimmy. This is what's going to make her stand out from everybody else. You know what the problem with music is today? Everybody sounds like everybody, as you well know. They all copy the same beat, the same sound. You are so original. Your voice is different from anybody else's. But when you get used to it and you listen to it, it's a fabulous voice. I, so that's what I'm not saying anymore because now it's not like I'm blowing smoke up your nose, but I'm not. So well, well, I, like I want everybody to hear the song anyway. Yeah, yeah. So the I want to hear it too. The I name of the it. song is Battle. Stephanie, how about you do this for us? You um, uh, you you just introduce the song for us, and then we're going to play it for everybody, and then afterwards we'll come back and talk a little bit, but that way we can let everybody can hear the song. Okay, great. All right, um, you introduce this is, it. This is my first single that has just been released yesterday, and it is called Battle. And, um, a song that's going to be... Uh, for my upcoming album, <laughs> I'm doing not go. a great job at introducing this, but my upcoming album, which is called A Beautiful War. There you go, Chad. Sometimes I'm sad, sometimes I'm glad When I'm with you, things are just not so bad It's just like a flame, it's never the same It feels like the rain, I feel like I can't explain The minute you're gone, the minute you're gone everything's, wrong. everything's wrong I feel like a ghost, rocking this brand new coat The moment you're gone 
Okay, so that's Battle by Stephanie Todd. Stephanie, it is awesome, and everybody in the chat room is saying, awesome, awesome, great. You're going to be great. a huge star. Yeah, t- yeah I was <laughs> going to say that, Stephanie. Get ready, honey, for the ride, and please, whatever you do, when you're famous and you're number one, do not do drugs like most do. <laughs> Stay away from that, because I would hate like hell to lose you. You're too good. Um, well, look at what's her name who died in the bathtub. I mean, that's a sin. The, the beautiful, gorgeous one. The, the beautiful Whitney. sin. Who? Whitney Houston. Oh, Whitney Houston. Okay. Oh, my God. What a lost okay. music world. There we go. So I think it's awesome. And Stephanie, like, so, like, I've seen a video for Battle, and I don't know if that video's been released yet. Has that been released yet? Um, It's going to be up, like, tomorrow or the next day, but... Okay, oh, so it's an album now, full album. No, no, a video. Oh. She's got a video for the song "Battle." It's a really good is video. Is the video an album? No, a video is a video. You watch it. Oh, I want like a know. music video. When is she doing an album? The album is coming out in at the beginning of next year. Why so far away? Because the singles just because that's how it works in the record industry. Well, I, I, I want the whole album. <laughs> I want it by tomorrow. We're driving to Pittsburgh. <laughs> I, I would love to have you also singing my five and a half hour ride, honey. I'd love to hear you a little bit so I don't jump out the window. There you go. Listen to you. So everybody, the, the song Battle, everybody, too, is listening. It's, it's digitally available on all the digital download sites, uh, iTunes, Amazon. It's in all the different countries. Uh, it just came out yesterday. Definitely, we would love for you to support uh, the artists that we bring on the Jimmy Star Show and independent music. She is uh, signed to Monarchy Records. You can go to stephanietodmusic.com. As soon as we know that the video is out, uh, we'll probably play the song in the video next week if the video is out for everybody to hear it and see it because the video is incredibly awesome. And remember, Jimmy Star only has the best on this radio show. If you stink, you don't make this show. So, And you know me, folks out there that listen, I tell it like it is whether they like it or not. And Stephanie has got a good thing going here. She's going to be a star. And I'm so happy that we have her on her, our show. And I would love her to come back because she's sweet as pie. I love that little sweet voice. You got a boyfriend? <laughs> I bet you have no, a lot I of boyfriends. You don't have you a don't boyfriend. Have, with a face like yours and a body like that, you don't have a boyfriend? Ooh. Do you have, do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> I well, Jimmy, a girlfriend. And I, Jimmy and I are gay. We're getting married in October. Jimmy and I are an item. <laughs> so I don't mean it to be like nasty gay people are wonderful. We are, aren't we? Yeah, no, we're terrific. So we're cool yeah. dudes. But listen, why don't you have a boyfriend? <laughs> I am in a relationship with a woman. So. Oh, good for, for you, you, sister. Oh, I love you. Now we really You're like my you. sister. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, honey, you and your, your girlfriend are coming to our wedding in October. We're having a little <laughs> thing here at New Hope. And you're going to sing this song for us. Oh, now you're family, sweetheart. You got to come. You're friggin' fam. Oh, I love kisses to you. Absolutely. Oh, I love you, Stephanie, my sweet little pussycat. <laughs> now you like my little daughter. I think that's so awesome. So how long are you in a relationship? Um, it's about, uh, let's see, almost three years. Awesome. Wow. We're coming up to our one year. Yeah, well, we're newlyweds, or newly-to-be-weds. I was in a relationship since I was 19, and he died of pancreatic cancer. And then I went into a tailspin where I was going to kill myself, and I was lost in space. And then this crazy man came along who I thought was totally insane. You know, I'm very Ralph Lauren old school, and he's very, like, wild Jimmy the shit. <laughs> and uh, it, was a, it was a crazy meeting, and I thought, get the hell out of here. I would never go out with a freak like him. I like them sophisticated, rich, and elegant. And here he is, rich and not, and not well, he's a little sophisticated. So hang on. He's so a wait, sweet, wait, I, love I am a sweetheart. And I, I love him a lot. Seriously, Stephanie, we will invite you. I'm serious. You and your friend to our wedding. We are, okay, we'll be there. 
It'll we have, a, we have a, you know, Lainey Kazan is coming. She's going to sing. And we have my, what's her name? Is Joya from My Joya Expose. Bruno, who I'm crazy about from Expo. She's coming to the Expose. wedding. She's going to sing Expose. So you'll, you'll sing for us. We have a lot of important people there. So It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Stephanie, I love you. You're just adorable. <laughs> And I really mean it. I'm so happy that I like your song because I really had difficulty with it, but I do love it. And I don't blow smoke up anybody's nose. I can't say the other word because we're on regular radio, too. You know, we used to curse, and then they all had a fit. They say, now we won't add them if they curse, so fuck them. Oh, thanks. So we curse anyway. Good they job, have, Ron. You know what? They don't, have, they don't have to air us. Too bad. They're lucky. They should be so lucky to get us on their program, those jerks. So, Stephanie, I have a question. We need to get you on Twitter. Everybody in the chat room, first yes. of all, is saying how great you are, and then they're all saying they want to promote you on Twitter. What's your Twitter? Yes. You're not on Twitter yet, are you? I, I have a Twitter account. I need to put a photo up. It's um, Miss Stephanie Todd. MS MS and then Stephanie Todd, yes. So I just opened it up and I want to start using it, yeah. So if more people can just like, you know, follow me or yeah, I would love to. Like, I will help you, Bill. I will help you build your yes. Twitter. I have almost three hundred thousand followers. Yes. Um, I will help you if you. Uh, I'll follow you, and you follow me back, and then we'll come up with tweets that that you tweet them, and I'll retweet them, and they'll go out to everybody, and we'll start building your following. Because actually, uh, as a music artist, it is a super important part of um, like social networking, and uh, I think that you definitely need to build your social networking presence because because the music is and the music and you you're already all put together and it's all terrific. We just got to build all the other stuff to go with it so everybody knows who you are because I think you're going to be a huge star and we're so happy to have you on the show today. Yes, and I'd like to make I'm an announcement. So Thank you so much, Jimmy, for everything. Wait, for listen, Stephanie, don't don't go away. Steph, 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 don't go away. Yes, yeah, I'm here. We I'm have here. we have a tremendous following of family, you know. Now the word is going to spread through the great gay community that you're family. So you're going to have <laughs> such publicity, my darling. Those queens, you know, they never shut up. They they love to they're like super yentes. They like to spread the word. Oh, Stephanie's gay. She's gay. You know, she's family. She's family. <laughs> so now you'll be the buzz of San Fran, uh, new new hope. All LA. Over the place. It's just it's good. Fort Lauderdale. It adds a whole new it adds a whole nother dimension. We have right. such a big fan base on the Jimmy Star show. Everybody in the chat room is really cool and everybody's very, very supportive. Very um and we're gonna start getting everybody to help promote you all over the yes. place. And definitely we need to get your Twitter stuff going and you can uh you can once I follow you on Twitter, you can follow me back. We can get contact information uh, and I'll help you do whatever we gotta do to get it going. Right. Great. Great. Thank you both. You're, so you're coming back on the show, Pussycat. Yeah, sure. we'll have her back on. Oh, definitely. <laughs> love um, you, honey. And so I everybody needs song. to follow her, Miss Stephanie Todd, at Miss Stephanie Todd on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Check out stephanietoddmusic.com. I know her website's getting updated. The uh, video for Battle, when it's released, we'll make sure we let everybody know and so everybody can play it. And uh, we're definitely going to stay in touch. And I'm so glad. I, I also need you, uh, you guys to email me some of the pictures from the photo shoot because I got a new phone and it wouldn't let me transfer the photos and they were all in my phone. And I want to <laughs> thank you, Stephanie, for coming out and being proud of who you are and your relationship because we no longer have to hide who we are or who we love or who we marry. It's a free that, world. That's what I always say. I, always, that's, I feel like it's my duty, not only Absolutely. because it's who I am, but because so many, I, I, I'm not in that generation anymore. I don't want to, like, yes. I don't know. I just... Neither. Look, I'm 150. So many people have, give, have, have done the work so that I can be who I am. And I'm Absolutely. definitely going to be that, you know, Bravo. regardless of Bravo, what my anyone God. thinks or whatever. Like, I am allowed to be who I am. And I'm really happy about who I am and who I love. And 
thank you what's, guys so much for your... What's nice about it is we let the straight world hear how pretty you are and how wonderful you are. It's a, You know, I always said, gee, I wish all the movie stars that I know who are gay, I won't give their names out because... They don't want it out there. But some of the, the the biggest names in Hollywood that women adore and love, they pay fortunes to go see. He's like one of the greatest movie stars is gay. And he's in a 19-year relationship with an attorney from New York. He lives in L.A. He's a big superstar. And I keep begging him when I see him, come on out. You could do so much for us. People would turn around and say, he's gay? Like Cary Grant. You don't know who he is, but he was a big star years ago. So we have to go out there and say, we are gay, we are proud, we are who we are, and we don't need your acceptance anymore, but we do need you to step aside. We have a life to live. Absolutely. So everybody, get Battle too. It's on iTunes now. Get it. Please support indie music. Um, Stephanie, it's been great talking with you. We oh, will, it's um, been a pleasure. Definitely uh, start Definitely start correct uh, connecting on. Wait, wait, let me finish. We'll start connecting on Twitter and get a bunch of stuff going. Anything you need, um, you can get all my contact information through Twitter, direct messaging, and then we'll we'll talk and figure out uh, other ways to get it all going. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Listen, Stephanie, I got it. Gonna be brave. Let's look to him. He is a singer too. He can sing. I can sing, but not as good as you do. Not like like you. So, everybody, we want to thank you, Stephanie, for coming on the show. Have a great weekend. Good luck with battle. We're going to be helping all and doing everything we can to promote it. It was really, really a pleasure. Again, uh, thanks to Marlon for setting up the interview and congratulations on everything. And have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you soon. And see you in October. All right. Bye. Bye, honey. Love you. Bye, bye. Now, Jimmy, I want, to discuss, I want to discuss something on there. It's very important. It's been bothering me. Everyone out there, I need your opinion on whether this is cheesy and crappy of me to do. But we have so many people who really want to be at our wedding, from celebrity down to, like, Joe Schmo. Jimmy and I cannot possibly afford to have a wedding for five and 600 people. It's just not in our bank book. So I was thinking... Is it cheesy, horrible, low class and common of me to say, if we sort of told you that you'd have to pay for your own meal rather than give us a wedding gift, we would appreciate that. So in other words, it would be like a dinner ticket for 40 bucks. None of it would go to us. It would only go to feeding you. Then we could hire a huge, huge arena and have everyone come to our wedding and the celebrities that we have coming could perform for us and we would have dancing and music and all kinds of strange people. And I thought it would be like a circle lay of a wedding. Because that would run into a couple hundred thousand bucks. And Jimmy and I really need that money to do productions and other things. We don't have so what do you think of that idea? Please, I please think go. I don't understand why they call Jews cheap like me. I'm a Jew, and that, that's, that's why they call Jews cheap right Meanwhile, there. Meanwhile, you got more money than God. Why don't you come across and pay for our wedding, you cheapskate? <laughs> I, got, I have three daughters. <laughs> This I, is I've Dean K. Piper, owner of W4CY, who I was supposed to do. Ron doesn't know that you were going to call in, so that's why he didn't know. But okay. he's got an announcement, a world premiere announcement of something that's world going premiere. on, and he's going to make right, it on first, our show. First, I have to make an announcement. How come you didn't find time to see Jimmy when he was there last week? <laughs> Nobody told me he was here. That's number one, or else I would have. Number two, I, I had here my son and daughter-in-law and two grandchildren from Germany, my daughter, my son-in-law, and two grandchildren from New Jersey. My brother, his wife, and two nephews from New Jersey. Get in the picture? 
my best friend of life and his wife from California, (laughs) and we were mourning my and we were celebrating my father's death, whose birthday is today. Dean, did you did you not listen? Did did you not just listen listen to what I said? My father died. It's his birthday today. We were celebrating. Your father died. You said. Yeah, he died in December, and we made a deal to uh, celebrate his death uh, around his birthday. And uh, today is his birthday, and all the family members just left last night. I had serious empty nest syndrome last night. Did you check the silver? <laughs> yeah, the grandkids took it. Now listen to me. If if in those days of busy with the family, did you find time to pee? Not really. Well, if you found time to pee, you could have taken that same time to give to Jimmy. Simply, a, hi, Jim, how are you? And then, left. Well, Jimmy didn't tell me, so he's a scumbag for not telling me he was in town. Ooh. Wait, Dean, Dean, we can't use those words. We're on regular scumbag? radio, too. Scumbag, to scumbag can be on I, I regular radio. Stuff. I want to hear the announcement. So does Sherry Emily. She's in the chat room. Yes, I want to hear the announcement. Oh, now Sherry's in there? Oh, jeez. Because uh, Sherry, Sherry's like wallpaper. She's all over. The only reason I'm saying that, I love Sherry to death, but I'm actually was going to make the announcement on my show, but because I love Jimmy Starr so much, not you so much, Ron, but Jimmy. That's okay. Um, we have a mutual feeling, Dean. I decide to make a pre-announcement here that nobody knows about on this show, so anybody you listening... You show, Dean? You know what, Ron? Do you know when the, it went to called Seattle Book in Toboka? Cusa la boca. I mean, shut them out. Shut yeah, that's Italian. I was speaking Spanish, but uh, well, cool. Okay. Okay, so anyway, I got to make this announcement. Will you shut up for a second, please? Yes, go, okay, go. thank you. All right, so I just want to say anybody listening right now, do not say anything on any social media or anywhere else because I want people to tune in to my show for the real announcement. You're a woman. <laughs> How'd you guess? Uh, there was the first I'm, exchange between, before I'm not Christy a woman, George. but I do have a yeast infection right now. Same difference. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> seriously, this is a major announcement that I've been talking about for months. You won't stop laughing now. I can't help if I'm going to laugh. Take the mic away from your face. <laughs> That's right. I'm trying. He won't shut up. Okay. So, all right. Just please, for a second, act like act your age, not your IQ. Okay. Uh, so, anyway, major announcement I've been working on for months that I was on a gag order, a non-disclosure that I could not say anything. I've been baiting people, but I was not allowed to say anything until I got off a conference call today at four o'clock. Uh, and I am officially and now allowed to make the announcement. Somebody approached me and wanted to partner with our radio network here for a new launch that is that has actually launched today that we are going to be featured on. Uh, and that little company that called me, and they called me, I didn't call them, is called Clear Channel. Awesome. So, so what does all this mean in short? Can you shut up for no, two I need the seconds? Short Jesus. So anyway, <laughs> the bottom line is, is as of today, we are partnered with Clear Channel because they wanted our help for their new launch. Everybody knows Clear Channel owns iHeartRadio, yeah. which is one of the biggest internet radio uh, networks out there. Well, they are. They launched today that we are partnered with them on a new part of iHeart called iHeart Talk. 
Awesome. Right on. And we are part of that. We also, as part of that, I also decide, and having nothing to do with them, that this announcement's going to be coming out shortly, but I am rebranding the whole network. Uh, we are. I'm finishing up the logos and promo stuff, and we're going to have new websites and everything. We are now going to be Talk for Media instead of the Entertainment Network, but that's coming soon. Didn't happen yet. Talk for Media, and uh, we are going to do some huge things. And like I said, we're doing huge things with Clear Channel and iHeartRadio. So everything I've talked about for six years is now coming to fruition. And unless Ron is nice to me, Jimmy, Jimmy Star Show will not be part of that iHeart talk. <laughs> That's quite all right. I could always leave the Jimmy Star Show and go to another network. I've been approached by four. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, all I have to do is get pushed and I'm gone. I have my own show. They want me to do the Ron yeah. Russell talk show. Yeah, listen to him. Okay. They probably do, but that doesn't matter. They He's do. They, and they want me to do the same format. And I said, steal from my husband. What are you, crazy? <laughs> You know, first of all, I want to say congratulations, Dean, because that's a freaking big, big, huge kudos, fantastic, awesome, awesome, awesome thing. And I knew you were working on something big, but I didn't know what it was. But that is just totally awesome. And Sherry Emily wants to know if two ghost stories will be part of that. And no, they're kicking it will, you off. With it me, will. Sherry. It will. It's all. I've been saying to everybody that something's big coming up, and you want to stay on board and be part of it. And I thought when you said that, I thought you were having a penal enlargement. Or sex change, right? Oh, my God. When you God. said something you ever big be is coming serious? up, I figured he's having Can it Can you ever be serious? I mean, I, I, mean, I joke around, too, but this is serious crap that's going to benefit everybody. Dean, everybody. Dean, Dean, one question. Do I have to learn another logo? Because I just learned W4YC. <laughs> Well, I, actually, it's still going to be W4CY Radio, but I created a whole new logo for W4CY Radio and for all the other radio stations. So, yeah, well, you're going to have to learn a new logo. And, I wish you, oh, I wish you all the luck in the world, Dean, because you're really a sweet guy, and I want everybody out there to know that Dean and I really do like each other. Oh yeah, we're it's just good radio. two New York, Brooklyn guys who like to do dishing each other. It's good we radio. get a kick out of this. That's right. I, 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 like I think it. the world of Dean and I would I would do anything for him. That's why I supply him all his drugs. <laughs> yeah, and and they haven't been very seat. good. And they haven't been very good lately. Yeah, <laughs> that's because I've been Dirt. eating talcum powder and charging. Oh. Maybe that's why I have a yeast infection. Yeah, right. So, so actually, Dean, when does all this? actually take place well we're this in, is already taking place now because it's starting today or it's yes we are today? in beta launch right now it is officially there but it's not really like public domain we are in beta launch testing everything and uh the official launch will be in september but right now it is active it's just in beta testing launch right now to get all the kinks out and make sure everything runs smoothly awesome 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 jimmy will explain to me later whatever yeah right happens. I don't Absolutely. think anybody out there understood it either. Everybody, I mean, they understand it. You yeah, they understand yeah it. and it doesn't things. have anything to do with the videotapes that you can't play anymore, Ron. <laughs> We're gonna, I want you to know I'm doing daddy porn now, making a fortune. <laughs> yeah, listen to him. <laughs> you anyway, I think it's awesome. Congratulations, Dean. Congratulations, yes, W4CY. Congratulations. Yes. congratulations, Jimmy Star Show, since we're part of it. And we've been around, actually, I think, next to you, Dean, I think we're the longest show on the network. Uh, I wish I could say that. You are one Close. of the longest. But Me and Michaela. Pet Health. Pet Health oh, Cafe Pet Health. Okay. has been here since day yes, one. Yeah. But are they number ninth? In the world, <laughs> and are they number twentieth? And 24. do they have Ron Russell? No one likes a humor. No, no, no. 
Well, you got to see the emails I get, the fan mail I get. You would not believe what I've done for this show. Yeah, it's great that it went from the number four ranked radio show in the world to number nine once you became co-host. <laughs> no, it never was Good number job. four. You're so full of crap. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. That's a wrap. You guys are running out of time. Every, Dean, is your show coming on next or not till six? Six o'clock is my show. Everybody tune in at six o'clock to the Pipe Man Show. He's got big announcements for the world of W4CY and its fans. It's awesome. Chad, we want to thank you for having a great show. We want to thank everybody in the chat room, everybody for tuning in. Again, Dean, congratulations. We're very happy to be a part of the family. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later, everybody. See you next week. Again, Yay! Dean, congratulations. Rock on. Bye-bye. Bye now. Myself and known as Alfie, the one and only the Turkish MC. Always love the clothes of Jimmy.